This is the Tanakh Podcast with Alex Israel. Today, Malachim Bet, Perak Bet, Chapter 8. Chapter 8 of Malachim Bet contains a wonderfully colourful um, scene, which is very, very enigmatic. Elisha comes to Damascus, and the king Ben Hadad is Chole, and he's told that the Ish Elohim has come to Damascus. What's Elisha doing in a foreign capital, the capital of Israel's arch enemy? And the king sends his assistant, or his sidekick, or his top advisor, Chazael, and says to him, take a gift and go to the man of God and ask him, ask Hashem, Yudke Vavke. Now, of course, Ben-Hadad knows about Elisha. He knows about Elisha from the Amman. He knows about Elisha that his advisors have told him that Elisha is the man who can tell him what he's saying in his own bedroom. And there you go, Chazal, Chazael, goes to meet Elisha with 40 camels laden with the best that Syria can provide. And he says, you know, will Ben-Hadad live? And Elisha says, listen to this, tell him that he, tell him that he is going to live. However, he says, he says to Chazael, Tell him he's going to live, but I know he's going to die. By the way, one of the things we learn from this is that if somebody is sick in, you know, on their on their deathbed, you're not allowed to say anything which will disturb and possibly accelerate their death. You have to be careful what you say in front of the sick person. So this is what he's told Chazael. At that minute, suddenly, Elisha starts having an emotional moment, and he starts crying. Chazael says to him, Madua Adoni Why are you crying? And he says, because I know what you, Chazael, are going to do, the damage you're going to do to Israel. You're going to set their castles on fire. You're going to kill their young men. You're going to pummel their babies. You're going to cut open, please excuse me, you're going to cut open their pregnant woman. And Chazael says, who am I? I'm just a dog. How could I do such a great thing? By which he means is, defeating Israel would be a great thing, but I'm a dog. What is a dog? A dog follows his master. I am a mere official. I am not part of the royal family. I am just an officiary in the government. And Elisha says, God has shown me that you will be king over Aram. Hazael goes home. He goes back to the king. And the king says to him, what did Elisha say to you? He said, he told me that, we, that you will live. And it was the very next day that he took the cloth or the towel, put it in water so that it would be airtight, and spread it on his face, and he died. In other words, Chazael assassinates Ben-Hadad, Vayimloch Chazael Tachtav. What a scene, what a, what, what a scene. What is, what is happening here? So first of all, has Elisha actually instigated an assassination? One would argue that he, he most definitely has. By telling Chazael 
that I know he's going to tell him he's going to live, but I know he's going to die. And I, I see you as the king of Aram. He's essentially encouraged Chazael to assassinate Ben-Hadad and to take his place. Why is Elisha instigating change of government in a foreign court? What exactly is happening here? And here I return to Malachim Aleph, chapter 19, when Eliyahu uh, decided to step down from being the leading prophet. Eliyahu was very frustrated that nobody was doing anything to remove Ahav from government. And God said to him, Go to Damascus and go Eliyahu was actually told to anoint three people. The first, to anoint Chazael as king over Aram. The second, to appoint Yehu ben Nimshi as king over Israel. We're going to see Elisha instigating that in the next chapter. And the third, to anoint Elisha as his prophet in his stead. Eliyahu was so obviously dejected and depressed that he only did one of those things. He went and appointed Elisha, finished his work, and went up in a chariot of fire to heaven. But there are still two outstanding anointings that need to be done. And who is that left to? That is now left to Elisha. Now, obviously, Elisha cannot anoint a foreign king, but effectively he does in this scene where he instigates um, the appointing of Chazael. So I'd like to say two things about this particular scene. Let's remember that the whole purpose of this um, group of anointings, Chazael is meant to bring down the house of Ahav from the outside, from outside pressure, from foreign pressure. Yehu is meant to bring regime change from the inside. He's a Jew. He's an Israelite from the northern kingdom, Yehu ben Nimshi, and he is going to take over from the northern kingdom. And Elisha is also meant to be the third leg of this way of of changing the regime and bringing down the house of Ahab, the, the Omride dynasty. However, it doesn't happen the way that Eliyahu was told. First, Elisha is appointed, and we see he's pretty compassionate. And as he's appointing Chazael, and Chazael is going to be quite a warlord, and he's going to, um, as we read later on in the, in, in the Sefer, he's going to thresh Israel and bring them to their knees. Elisha has an emotional moment. If you recall the scene, right? What did he say? What did we read? It said, He suddenly started crying. Chazal says, why are you crying? And he says, because I can see the devastation that you're going to do to Israel. I once heard a wonderful shir by Rav David Nativ, where he spoke about Ha'adam Shebanavi Vahanavi Adam. The human in the prophet and the prophet in the human being. And here we see the human in the prophet. Elisha knows what he has to do. He's been sent on a mission from God. And he's been sent to appoint Chazael to punish Israel. But after all, he's a sensitive, generous, kind human being and a leader. He loves Israel. We always can imagine in this scene that he's viewing He's, he's getting an, almost like a, a, a movie in his head where he sees 
quite what Hazael is going to do to Israel and the devastation he's going to cause, setting cities on fire, killing the young men in the army, doing all sorts of war, war crimes and atrocities. And he can't cope. He simply bursts into tears. And this is quite a remarkable scene where you see Adam Shebanavi. He knows that he has to be a prophet, but it hurts him. It pains him inside. It's not something he does easily. The second point is this. From the, pers- pers- from the prophetic perspective, the evil house of Ahab and Jezebel has to be brought down. And Eliyahu, Hanavi, couldn't wait. But now what we're going to see is those promises which were given to Eliyahu at Har Sinai, at Har Chorev, are now going to be happening now, right now. And we're going to see the regime change in Syria, in Aram, which is going to bring an end to the house of Ahav from the outside and punish the kingdom of Israel. And on the inside, we're going to see the new king, King Yehu, who is going to stage a revolution, which is going to bring an end to the house of Ahav. That's going to be our class tomorrow. See you then.